Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. A very interesting film coming up on May 3rd that the Wisconsin Farmers Union would like to share with you. We'll talk about that in just a moment, but first, we're talking with Nick Lewandowski. He is, of course, with the Wisconsin Farmers Union. He is their government relations director. Before we get to the film, Nick, I wanted people to understand, uh, Nick's been with the Wisconsin Farmers Union a little while now, but in reality, his uh, his heritage is in Kansas. You got a chance to go home recently, and we always are focused in on weather at this time of the year, Nick. But tell people what weather conditions your family is facing down in Kansas right now. Well, first, thanks for having me on, Pam. It's always good to talk to you. Um, but yeah, I went home for the Easter break and, and uh, hadn't been home in about a month or so, but we haven't had any good measurable moisture uh, back home in north central Kansas, where I'm from, around the Belleville, Kansas area, in well over a month. And I know that our friends out in northwest Kansas haven't had uh, anything good measurable uh, moisture precipitation for even longer than that. It's, it is right now as dry as it was toward the end of the Death Bowl 87 years ago. And it's, it's pretty rough. Uh, to drive by and, and look at these pastures that are not greening up like they should be. The ponds are dry. Uh, you know, the wheat uh, is, of course, it's coming out of dormancy now and, and all that and should be greening up and, and looking good. And It's green, but it's also starting to show that blue tint to it, which means it's been stressed. Uh, so lots of concern uh, looking forward. I uh, talked to my dad, and, and uh, he's got a cow-calf operation there, uh, small feedlot, and uh, he's selling some heifers tomorrow um, because he said, I'm running out of feed, you know, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to have hay uh, this summer, to be mm-hmm. honest. If right. we don't get any rain, you're not going get, to get any feed. So right. it's, it's not good, not right. good at all. And uh, I, the temperature variation, you know, the other morning got up, it was 22 degrees. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, it's going to be 89 degrees. So you know, almost a, a 70 degree jump in just a few days. And uh, so a lot of guys aren't getting their, their corn and beans in. Um, some are, the bigger guys are, because they need to. They've got too many acres to cover. But like Dad said, he said, we may be holding off a bit uh, before we start planting anything. Well, yeah, with uh, with the expense of this year's crop, I can certainly understand. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us, Nick. Again, Nick you Lewandowski, bet. along with us, Government Relations Director. And the reason I reached out to Nick is, uh, coming up the front part of May, there's a very interesting film that the Wisconsin Farmers Union's encouraging all people, not just those in agriculture, but anybody, to preview. I'll let you say the name of it, Nick, but tell me a little bit about this film and why Farmers Union has decided they want to share this with the general public. Yeah, thanks, Pam. Uh, so the name of the film is called Los Lacheros, and uh, it's, it's a documentary about the uh, undocumented uh, immigrants uh, here in America's Dairyland, here in, in Wisconsin. Uh, the folks that are milking uh, a good majority of the cows that are here uh, so that we can enjoy that, that milk that's produced here and the cheese and other dairy products uh, that come from that. Um, and really highlights the importance of uh, immigrant workers uh, here in the state, uh, but also is a reminder to us of uh, the fact that they play such a big role 
and where our food comes from and, and making sure that it gets to us and, and that. So, you know, it's, it's something that I think a lot of folks, they get it, they realize it, but, you know, it's, it's oftentimes out of sight, out of mind. So this brings it back to the forefront again uh, and, and helps folks to understand it and, and also to understand that uh, these are, are people that have come and, and uh, you know, left their, their lives in, in Mexico or wherever they've come from and have made new lives here in the United States and have brought, oftentimes brought their families and their children, and they're part of our communities as well. They're, they're part of the fabric of our rural communities. Absolutely. And so recognizing that is a big thing. The virtual event is happening on Tuesday, May 3rd, starting at 7 p.m. Uh, it's going to be kind of a webinar-based discussion, and you are going to have conversation about the documentary with some real key people here in the state of Wisconsin, Nick, you know, this is very divisive. You, you have to be honest. In many communities, this discussion is very divisive. Tell me a little bit about what you hope this conversation will bring out, not just through the film, but through open conversation. Well, I think more than anything, I, I hope that this conversation brings out, uh, like I said earlier, a recognition of the fact that uh, without these folks, uh, we don't have the production that we have. Um, uh, it is so difficult anymore to find good labor um, within our rural communities, especially. And, and we all know that there's labor shortages across the country uh, due to COVID, due to many different things. Uh, but it's, it's so important that we recognize the, the role that immigrant workers play in our food system and, and making sure that they're also protected. You know, when COVID hit, um, a lot of folks in the packing plants, you know, immigrant workers there, uh, got hit hard with COVID. Well, you know, we didn't know a lot about COVID at that time, but turns out it, uh, it flourished in those cold, wet packing plants. Uh, that's what a virus does. And unfortunately, a lot of folks working in, in those uh, conditions got sick, and, and, and unfortunately, many of them died. Um, so it, it's that understanding of, you know, this is a, this is a humanitarian issue, as much as it is a, a food issue um, and an, an agricultural issue. So I think just recognizing all of those things and, and figuring out ways that we can do a better job of making sure that uh, those that are out there, you know, either milking the cows or picking the produce, uh, doing a lot of that uh, agricultural labor are, uh, are respected and, and are recognized and that we, we look at them as, as fellow human beings and that we, um, we just make sure that they're taken care of uh, throughout all that. You know, and despite the fact that, as I mentioned, it's kind of a divisive topic of conversation in a lot of rural communities, the unfortunate part is it's also divisive on the national scene when it comes to policy development. I see, Nick, that you are going to try to bring up any new developments that we see as far as those immigrants are concerned. Tell me a little bit about what you kind of put train your eyes on as far as hope to give these immigrant labor workers uh, a little bit of comfort that they can do their job without fear of deportation. Exactly. Yes, and and you know there's uh, there's things that this administration is doing uh, to to help ease some of those tensions. Uh, I know that there are still uh, a lot of uh, issues going on uh, when it comes to this, um, and and it's something that we are monitoring very closely. We've got a great team out in Washington D.C. at National Farmers Union that 
Uh, frankly, they're more in tune to it than, than I am, actually. But, um, you know, we have regular conversations with the administration about this. And, and it is one of those issues that, you know, obviously uh, the, the problem uh, didn't happen overnight and, and the solution isn't going to get fixed overnight. Uh, and it may not even be this administration that, that resolves it. It's, it's an issue that has been ongoing for a long time. But we certainly want to uh, figure out ways and, and talking together, you know, working together through compromise uh, to do that. Um, unfortunately, though, it's an election year, and, and it's a hot topic issue uh, any time, but especially when it's an election year. So uh, it, it does become even more divisive, I, I think, when, when we're in those even-numbered years. But we're always happy to have the conversation. We're always willing to, to sit down and, and talk with others, and, and especially those that we might disagree with. Uh, we can agree to disagree without being disagreeable, is what I always say. So um, happy to have those conversations, and, and I sure hope that a lot of folks will turn out for this and, 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 and hopefully learn something. Yeah, you know, just keeping the dialogue going, that's what it's all about. Again, that's Nick Lewandowski. He is the Wisconsin Farmers Union Government Relations Director, and he will also be one of the panelists involved in live dem- live discussion on Tuesday, May 3rd. Again, it's starting 7 p.m. This is all virtual. All you need to do is register at the WisconsinFarmersUnion.com website, and they will send you a link so that you can premiere the short documentary, Los Lacheros, focused in on our migrant workers and how dependent we are here in the state of Wisconsin, specifically on those folks helping us to get the job done in agribusiness, agriculture, and food processing. Get registered today, wisconsinfarmersunion.com backslash events.